the children of the Force. Welcome to episode 120 of Children of the Force, a podcast about Star Wars by one adult and his two kids. I'm Al Nowatsky, the adult. I'm Anna, and I'm 12. I'm Liam, and I'm 10. Happy birthday, Liam. Confetti Popper. His birthday was on the 21st, yesterday when Mm, we were up Yep, yep. And Daddy's birthday is today the 22nd happy happy birthday birthday, daddy oh thanks thank you i don't feel a day over 39 (laughs) but you are no i'm not a full day oh over 39 yeah Uh, it will be a day over 39 well i guess i am i don't feel a day over 40 you are (laughs) because i am 40 plus most of a day Uh, i don't i don't feel a full day over 40 yeah Yep, so the big 4-0, the big 1-0, Liam, pretty cool. 1-0 and 4-0, you're always 30 ahead of me. Yep, think about it, the next time this happens, you'll be 20 and I'll be 50. Wow. Wow. 50? Yeah. I think 20's bigger. Yeah, 20's bigger. Because I mean, 40, 20 and 10 Mm, are such a difference, but 40 and 50 aren't that big of a difference. No. But they're the same amount of older age doesn't matter as much. Well, I'm glad to hear you say that. I had (laughs) a kid at school saying, you're in your 20s, right? I'm like, are you kidding me? The same kids, though, asked if there was TV when I was a kid, so I'm like, yeah, someone needs to teach a history kid. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. So being as it is uh, kind of a special like birthday day for, for me and then also for you, Liam, um, your mother, kids, has done something that I never thought she would do. She has voluntarily offered her voice for the podcast. Whoa! Uh, <laughs> and uh, we, did we, ask her? we did not ask her. Uh, this is a birthday yeah. surprise. Yes, birthday surprise. Got an email from speakpipe.com and it said, uh, it said that, uh, Jen slash wife slash mom has left a voicemail. So let's go listen to that right now. Hello, this is January, 2019. And this is Jen, otherwise known as mom to Liam and Anna and wife to Al. And this is a special message because I haven't been on the podcast much before, <laughs> and, but it's a big day today. It's Al's 40th birthday, and I wanted to wish you a very happy, happy birthday. And Liam uh, turned 10 uh, yesterday, and um, we celebrated a lot, as we like to do. I'm big on birthdays, so love you guys. Happy birthday. Have a great podcast day. Love you. Was she tearing up? I don't know. I don't know. So that's... You think she was was tearing up a little bit? She was either tearing up or she was just... Had like a cold. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. uh, Yeah, so that's... So there we are. Um, I think that is the first... I think that's the first time her voice has ever been on this podcast. And... uh, Thank you, thank you, Jen, for doing that. Uh, we love you too, 
and I love you so much, mommy. Yeah, she. Yep, yeah, she's pretty awesome, and she, um, you know, she's always uh, supporting our podcast. Um, yes. You know, she could she could be the the kind of person who's like, oh, you're gonna, oh, the podcast again, uh But she's not that kind of person. No, she, she's not. She supports us doing this podcast and uh and you know that's because she sees how how good it is i think for for us to do it to have this creative outlet to have this you know bonding time talking about star wars um so and she's coming to celebration with us you know Mm -hmm. she's going to be a part of our star wars celebration experience uh she might be a part of my life an amazing amazing part of my life Uh uh-huh of course an amazing part of all of our lives. Uh, yeah. And, you know, I, I'm not sure if she's going to join in on any of the recordings she about might. Celebration. I'm thinking she probably won't. Uh, but she might. Sure. We'll she And, you know, too. she's not above the occasional eye roll. Her <laughs> eyes might be sore from rolling uh, <laughs> at Celebration. But that's... But she, you know, she she's understands that it's coming. important to us and she loves us for who we are. And yeah, it's a, uh, and, and she, she also really likes Star Wars. She does, yeah. So, you know. Um, she liked The Force Awakens. That was her favorite movie. Mm, yes. Uh, she, she also really wanted to see Solo. That's true. So. Yep. So anyway, thank you so much for that birthday message. We Thank you, yep, Mommy. We, lo- we love you too. All right. I feel like so it, she's wishing you guys a happy birthday, but like I'm like in the corner here, like okay, because my birthday's not now. But still, thanks for being on our podcast. Mm. That was really nice to Daddy and I Liam. Think mommy's <laughs> probably sitting outside, watching, listening to us, and tearing up. Uh, or at least she's listening to us. I think I'll I say something to make her laugh. I think I heard some furniture move downstairs, so I'm pretty sure she's uh, downstairs right now. Oh, maybe that's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, let's uh, let's talk about some Star Warsy stuff that we've been up to. Uh, so, Liam, we ordered pizza for your birthday, and you yeah. were having a sleepover with some friends, and I was not home when the pizza delivery came from but me and Pizza Mama, Luce. Yep. I saw, I noticed a BB-8 mm-hmm. thing yep. on his necklace. The, the pizza delivery guy? Yeah. Had the lanyard and it had a BB-8 yeah. thing on it. And yeah. so we told him about our podcast. Uh-huh. Yeah. Me and Mommy did. Yeah. yeah. And I think he might listen to it. So pizza and delivery awesome. guy so from Pizza Delivery pizza guy. I don't know what your name is, but Pizza Luce, you know yeah. who you are. Uh-huh. Um, in St. Paul. And uh, did he did he said something about how he was going to celebration? Yeah, you're going to celebration, <laughs> That's right? so funny. That's so, That's so funny. going to celebration this year. Right, right. And that he's been to other celebrations? And he's been to one in 1933. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's, <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah, not possible, but okay. Um, <laughs> no, it's possible. No, there was no Star Wars celebration in 1933. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, no yeah. Star there was no Star Wars. Yeah, speaking of needing history lessons, come on. <laughs> Jeez. I, I thought you so, were like, it was impossible with age. Oh, yep. no. And, still, uh... Anyway. Mm, so. Mm, 1383. Okay. <laughs> 20, right. Yeah. That has a uh, celebration. All right. So, anyway, yeah. Uh, I wish I would have been home. I would have given him a Children of the Force button to put onto his lanyard. I would have, too, but oh, well. I forgot because my friends were all over and I had to hang out with them. I get it. I didn't I have it. to. I chose to because friends are better than giving people buttons uh so 
So yeah, our four year anniversary is coming up in mid-February. Yeah, coming up. Uh, oh, pretty cool. Four whole years. We'd love it if uh, listeners, if you would send us a voicemail letting us know maybe what your favorite episode has been or just a general, you know, four we year anniversary. Yeah, like an anniversary greeting to us. I don't know. Just, like, you know, it'd be nice. Happy birthday. Oh, yeah. Are the part that fills my heart. I cannot have a full heart. Without your podcast. Oh, I thought you were saying we don't have a full heart without our listeners. We don't. Uh, Mm. don't I have a full heart without my listeners. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Okay. (laughs) All right, then. Yeah. No, that's good. You're you're confident. You don't need affirmation from people you don't know in order to feel like you have worth. And that's important. Um, But... I am not that way. So affirm me. No, I'm just joking. Uh, but we would love to have your voice on the show. So yes. if you feel up for it, uh, speakpipe.com slash children of the force, or just, you know, record something on your phone's voice recorder or, and you could email it to forcechildren at gmail.com or uh, however you could get audio to us it would be awesome. Uh, yeah. So let's head on over to the news. Because there's quite a bit of news. Uh, Non-Star wars news to start off. The Oscar nominations were announced. And Black Panther got the Best Picture nomination. So Wait, the Black best... Panther wasn't this year? It, it was. I know. Doesn't it seem what? like forever yeah, ago? Yeah, it does. Yeah. It seems like when forever it? ago. It was in February, right? 2000? Yeah. It was in 2019. 2018. 2018. We're in 2019, so it wasn't this year. Oh, said, well, in the la- within the last year. You know, like in the last calendar. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oscars yeah. are anything that came out in 2018, right? So it came out in 2018. But yeah, that's really huge. That's like, it's never in the history of the Oscars has a, like an action movie or comic movie or sci-fi movie um, ever gotten a nomination for Best Picture. And Black Panther, I mean, it's just a straight-up comic book movie, but it's so good and so, so well-written, and everything is yeah. so well-acted and so well-scored. and it's just good. It's, yeah, so it's, it's really cool. Like, I so would well be... Everything. Yeah, I would be so amazed if it won, but I'm also amazed that it's nominated. So And, and I think remember that the person who did, did the Black Panther score is going to be doing the score for... The Mandalorian, right? Yes. Funny yeah. that you mentioned that. Ludwig Göransson is up for the best score for Black Panther. Oh my gosh, this music's <laughs> gonna be amazing. Um, also, like non-Star Warsy things, but Star Wars related. Adam Driver got a best supporting actor nomination for the movie Black Klansman. Uh, and Richard E. Grant, who's going to be in Episode Nine, we don't know who, he, who he's playing yet, um, but he's up for the best supporting actor for the movie Can You Ever Forgive Me. So that's cool. And then Star Wars is Solo's up for best visual effects. So I'll forgive you. I will. You'll forgive me? That's the name of the movie. Can you ever forgive me? Yeah. I will, will forgive you. Yeah. All right. I don't know what you did. Yeah. Well, maybe not. She wrote letters pretending to be famous authors. She lied and um Imposter? She was an imposter and she was impersonating authors? Sure, Sure. yeah, I guess. I haven't seen the movie, but it's based on a true story. But, you know. I can't forgive you. Okay, all right. If it was like J.K. Rowling, I definitely (laughs) could. 
All right. So, yeah, the Oscars. You know, it's just an award show. It's not like a big, yeah, huge, you know. It does mean quite a bit, actually. It does mean quite a bit. All right. Let's go. Um, we're going to look at some Episode 9 news next. So that was Oscar news. That just happened today, by the way, that Oscar news. Uh, episode 9 news. John Boyega posted this photo on uh, Instagram. And it is a photo of his hands, and they are filthy, and there's some blood on his thumb. And he says, great working day on set. The whole team pushed themselves today to achieve something visually crazy. I've had many moments of shock on set, but not like today. And I can't wait until you know why. Hashtag FN2187. What could that mean? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Something with his hands? Some visual thing with his hands? I don't I don't know. But what look at those hands. He's so cool with his hands. I don't know. I'm not sure if it's related to his hands, but he got dirty, right? We know that. Uh, yeah, and the hashtag, FN2187. I wonder if, you know, like, will Finn's story end with him, you know, will, will the ending have a lot, something to do with the beginning? I mean, it's not going to be the ending for him. It's not going to be the end of his story, right? You don't know that. But, you don't know that. Well, he could be, I guess. He could die. I but, it. Yeah, I doubt it too, Anna. Um, but I think, I wonder whether the end of this trilogy is going to have something to do with him. You know, it's still going to be related to the fact that he was a stormtrooper, right? And will that somehow... What if he meets his parents, his real parents? Oh, Mm, <laughs> when you said that, it was like his <laughs> real parents, his real yeah. parents. Yeah, I don't know. What if he? I don't know. He might, right? He might his real parents, his real ones, <laughs> not <laughs> the ones he grew up with. His real ones. <laughs> wow. His real <laughs> okay, ones. Okay. All right. Yes. He did not grow up with parents. The first order raised him. Exactly. Uh, so. Uh, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Took him when he was a baby, basically. So, you know, it's just cool to see his hands dirty. So, I wonder, you know, is he going to lead, like, my in my head, he's going to lead some sort of stormtrooper revolt or something. He'll somehow convince a stormtrooper to join the cause, and it'll just domino effect, and then all the stormtroopers will stop being First Order members. And, oh, and yeah. they'll join the Resistance and kill Kylo Ren. Sad if Kylo Ren died. You'd be sad if Kylo Ren died, Anna? I mean, he's a great character. Yeah, yeah. 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 And a horrible person. Yeah, but he's but a great character. I kind of, I kind of feel that way too, Anna. I don't want him to be. Do you want to know what killed at the end of this movie? I don't want him I to die. I want him to yeah. die horribly. Okay. All okay. right. So you're holding on to some anger. So I want him to, to kind die of horribly. Anger leads to the dark side. Well, well, to anger. Anger. Okay. anger leads to anger. Oh, right, Liam. Well, thankfully he's a fictional character, exactly. and he leads to the dark side. And that's not real. It's not real. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, some book news out this week. Uh, Alphabet Squadron is a trilogy now, which makes the name three times as bad. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the first book will be called A for A Wing. The second book will be called B for B Wing. And the third book, 
Seeper Calamari Damase. <laughs> that was I said so- calamari, not calamari. <laughs> <A> calamari cruiser. <laughs> Calamari cruiser. Calamari cruiser. <laughs> calamari cruiser. Uh, anyway, so. Non Catamari Damase. What? Cruiser. Wow. It's Catamari Damase. Oh. I sang that so out of tune. Okay. Wow. Let's try to stay on, on okay. track a little bit here. Okay. Here's the blurb about what the story's gonna be about. Yeah, you wanna you wanna read it, Anna? Sure. On the the verge of victory in a brutal war, five New Republic pilots transform from the hunted to hunters in this epic Star Wars adventure. Oh, it's epic. (laughs) (laughs) Set after Return of the Jedi, Alphabet Squadron follows a unique team, each flying a different class of starfighter as they struggle to end their war once and for all. The Emperor is dead. His final weapon has been destroyed. The Imperial Army is in a disarray. In the aftermath, Eureka... Eureka, probably. Eureka Quell is just one of thousands of defectors from her former cause living in a deserter's shantytown until she is selected to join Alphabet Squadron. (laughs) (laughs) Cobbled together from... An eclectic assortment of pilots and starfighters, the five members of the alphabet (laughs) (laughs) are tasked by New Republic General Harrison Dula herself. Like Eureka, each is is a talented pilot struggling to find their place in the changing galaxy. Their mission, to track down and destroy the mysterious Shadow Wing, a lethal force of TIE fighters exacting bloody, reckless vengeance in the twilight of their reign. Bloody vengeance. Bloody vengeance. Oh, okay, well that doesn't sound like a kid's book. So here's the cover. They have an image of the cover here, which is really cool. Looking. Yeah. Uh, and I'm Put assuming the name that's, like yeah, yeah. alphabet. I'm assuming it like even it. makes an A on the front, like it's A is for alphabet, you know. But uh, I'm assuming that's Erica or Eureka Quell. Erica, yeah. Um, pretty cool, cool looking. Uh, and and about that shadow wing. So that's the Imperials, and she's an Imperial defector, right? So she used to be an Imperial, oh. and now she's not. Uh, and I think a lot of Imperials defected after the Battle of Endor. So there's also going to be a tie-in comic about that TIE Fighter squad, Shadow Wing, which that might mean that Erica Quell belonged to Shadow Wing, and now she's hunting Shadow Wing, right? Um, which this kind of has a Inferno Squad shades to it, I think. Yeah. Um, kind of reminds me of that a little bit. Um, because it's a uh... Red. No. And oh, I don't mean shades like color wise. I mean like as far as what the story is about. You know, uh, an ex imperial now hunting down imperials. You know. It's also um Spoiler. the colors. Yeah. Oh, sure. Kind of. of. So yeah, uh, we got the cover image for the first issue of this. Uh, I think it's a mini series, five issue mini series, Shadow Wing. Pretty cool. Uh, you know, as much as I don't like the title. The actual story sounds like yeah. it's going to be really good. Um, it kind of reminds me of Aftermath, too. Uh, like a group of rebels hunting down Imperials. You know, like how... Oh, yeah. Not sure. Oh, 
I don't know how many times I can do that, but I guess as long as it keeps being good, it's okay with me. I don't know. <laughs> so remember when right after Han and Kira meet up again and they're offered a drink by that server on Dryden's ship and Kira says, Thank you, Audley. Have you been paying attention to Doc on Dar? Well, how about a five-issue comic series about none other than Doc on Dar? Yeah? What? Yeah. Who is Doc on Dar? Doc on Dar, yeah. You get a Doc on Dar, and you get a Doc on Dar, <laughs> and you get a Doc on Dar. So there's Doc on Dar. We have an image of him now. Does he have a cigarette? Uh, is he beard? is stroking his beard. Okay, I that's uh, Yeah, so this is a. Uh, oh, you know what? I, I remember when I was doing he my has show a floating notes. Droid that where you hit its head, it goes. Oh, it looks like a floating pit droid almost. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. a floating pit droid. So this is a guy who. Uh, is going to be there's going to be an anima animatronic of Doc Ondar at Galaxy's Edge, and wow. there is a People five so there is a five issue there's a five issue miniseries about this guy, and he's an Ithorian, right? The hammerhead kind of looking yeah. uh, like old Joe from Rebels and. Uh, Moma Nadon from uh, the Cantina. Is. You know, Moma Nadon. Oh, I'm sure some listeners do. If well, you do, this one's people. for you. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I don't even know yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I know who it is. Yeah, the, the Ithorian and the Cantina. <laughs> um, I don't know what so, an Ithorian is. Ithorian. That's if an Ithorian. Oh, okay. Show me a picture of it. Right, right, right. Um, so yeah, so he's movies. he's a traitor. Uh, he trades things, right? He's a trader? No, a trader, not a traitor. <laughs> right? Um, trader. And yeah, so there's a <laughs> comic miniseries about that guy. All right, all right. So that's some some good Duck on Dar news. Uh, you get a Duck on Dar, and you get a Duck on Dar. Like I think it's so funny. Like I never knew what she said there, and I read this yeah. story, and I'm like, what is that? And I went, I actually found the part in the movie where she said his name and turned on the subtitles just to see if it lined up. And it does. <laughs> it lines up. Wait, wow. so, when did you do this? Speaking of last night, <laughs> speaking wow. of subtitles, there's that one line, uh, this should be a canon news, but I'm just, uh, that where L3 calls Lando a Landonis, which mean which his full name is Landonis. Seriously? Yeah. Landonis Calrissian. Lando's his nickname. That's funny. That's funny well, to me. I, I saw it in the subtitles. subtitles uh, well, we had the subtitles on when we were watching Solo well, why for part of it. it. Oh, because I didn't understand what she was saying. She's like, whatever, Landonis. You know, like, I just, I didn't get it. I didn't hear what she was saying, you know? Uh, just like Doc on Dar. I didn't know that's what Kira was saying. You me know? neither. So there's also some celebration news. Uh, uh, it was announced that Rancho Obi-Wan is going to be at Celebration, which they have been in Celebration's past. Rancho Obi-Wan is the world's largest collection of Star Wars memorabilia. I don't and know what that is. Oh, just Star all Star Wars stuff. Oh. Action figures, posters, uh, you know, anything. Anything Star Wars. Can stuff you can buy. There? Well, I mean, yeah, they're going to have an exhibit. I don't know if it will cost money to go to, or if you could just go if you're at Celebration. There will be a line to get in, but there's going to be some awesome stuff there. Uh, and it's going to be the biggest booth they've ever had. So it's more of a place you walk into than a booth. 
Um, they're going to have like a retrospective of past celebrations, kind of like different things from other celebrations and, uh, some badges they're going to have. And it says the display will also include a section dedicated to fan made pins, patches, and other swag that's been traded and gifted over the years, which makes me think we got, I'm going to try to get, uh, children, children of the force button the to Steve Sansweet. Just to be like, uh, here, here's one for your collection. Just add it to the list, you know? He'd probably end up in a box somewhere in his, the basement of his museum, but still, it'd be there. It'd be part of the collection. It'd be kind of cool. Uh, another part of the Rancho exhibit will look at fandom from a female perspective, all, while a third section pays homage to the saga's many iconic characters who exist behind a mask or helmet. And I think that's going to be called the Helmets of the Saga. And there's going to be like fan-made interpretations of helmets and stuff, but there's also going to be a screen-used prop Darth Vader's mask and helmet from Return of the Jedi. Wait, so the actual, the actual helmet and mask oh. that was used. Can you buy it for a million trillion dollars? No. No. It's not for sale. But you'd be able to see it in person. You could get a million trillion billion thousand quantillion dollars. You could sell it for well, so maybe much money. He would, maybe he would sell it if you offered him that much. But it's not something you can buy when you go there. It's not for sale. But if you offered him that much, maybe he would give it to you for qu- ten yep. quantillion dollars. Yep. If you offered him that much, sure. do you think he would? Yes. Ten quantillion. Yep. That's all of the all of the money in the world, probably. So, uh, all right. Some new news that just came out today, also uh, for people who are going to be at celebration. Uh, it was just announced today that Yunus Soatamo is going to be at celebration. Of course, that's Chewbacca. Awesome. That's the new the new oh, Chewy. He's, he's putting the black stuff on his eyes in that picture. Um, also announced is like I had, like I said last time when we talked about who was going to be there. I said Sam Witwer probably would be awesome. Sam Witwer, the voice of Darth Maul in the Clone Wars and Rebels and Solo. So hey, and and other voices too. Show and played in Paintball Battlefront. <laughs> he played in paint, Battlefront Paintball. That's right. That is right. Uh, Greg Grunberg, who plays Snap Waxley. Sorry. <laughs> I listened to on podcast 2187. They, uh, they, that's the, the podcast that Jared, you remember Jared? Uh, that's a podcast that Jared's on that I listen to. And uh, they always say his name like Snap Waxley. And I think because he, <laughs> because they don't like him that much, the character of Snap. Anyway. Snap Wexley is going to be there. Greg Grunberg. Uh, also, Greg Proops, who is the voice of Fode from The Phantom Menace. Who? Oh, that's gotta hurt. Right, the, the, the pod racer announcer. Um, and uh, he also is the voice of the announcer in Resistance. Oh, yeah. Who announces the races, yeah, the, right? Yeah. Um, Dave Chapman is going to be at Celebration. And uh, he was one of the puppeteers for BB-8, Rio Durant, and Lady Proxima. That's cool. Um, Also, Paul Casey, who played Admiral Raddus in Rogue One, and Eloasti in The Force Awakens. Uh, Ian McElhaney? 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 Who played General Dodonna in Rogue One. Cool. Yeah. And, uh, and Orly Shoshan, who played Shakti in Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. Remember the Sith? Remember the Sith? 
<laughs> in Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. So, you know, I think as they get official confirmations, just more of this stuff is going to come in. As time goes on, more people will confirm, like sign the contract that says, yes, I'm coming. And uh, we're going to get a lot more announcements like this coming up. And, uh, you know, these names are awesome. And I'm excited about these names. Me too. There will be names that I will be even more excited about, I think, in the near future. So, and then uh, about Celebration, finally, this thing that they revealed today, the new poster art. So here's the, like, official poster for Star Wars Celebration. And... It's What's so... the symbol? It's the Jedi symbol. Wow. Yep. There's Sith. Well, on the one side is the light, and the other side is the, the, the dark side, right? But the um, Jedi symbol's on both sides. Why is Amidala mostly on Yeah, the... I know, I know. That's that's just the way it worked out. There's They're not trying to say anything about Padme. Are they? <laughs> I don't but think so. They? I think they might. Mm, I don't think so. Padme's... No. Pretty firmly on the side of good. Yeah. Uh, even way more than Lando is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Lando, only the the only time when he's all good is at the very end of his story, as far as we're concerned, right? He, in Empire Strikes Back, he was basically a villain until the end. Yeah. You know, he was he double crossed them. He, you know, yeah. kind of. Like we can we can look at like, in hindsight, we realize well, you know, he was trying to do the best he could and uh-huh. stuff. But like uh, in the lead up to Empire Strikes Back. Uh, Billy D. Williams even was talking about his character as a villain, which, uh, you know, is interesting. Mm-hmm. I think people saw him as kind of villainous. So, yeah. Okay, so there's a red side, and Emperor yeah. Palpatine is on that side. Yeah. Blue. blue. Well, it's just, it's He's just the way. Blue. Yeah, it's, you know, what? it's art. It's not like, it's not a mathematical equation. Not everybody, you know, part of da- <laughs> part of Vader's helmet is also blue. And Luke's face has a little bit of, uh, f- you know, skin tone red on it, right? That doesn't mean that he's partially dark side or something yeah. like oh, that. Oh, yeah, partially dark side. But all of the characters have, you know, it's just, it's just what looks good, you know? Oh, It'd be yeah. too much red over there, maybe. I don't know. So yeah, you can see that image. We'll have all these images that we're talking about, of course, on childrenoftheforce.com, but these are also on starwars.com. Uh, I was kind of surprised by this image. It's it's very much like a movie poster, uh, sort of, and usually celebration posters have been a little more abstract, kind of, a little more, uh, I don't know, arty, you know? And this one isn't quite as arty as it is more like classic movie poster yeah. Which is fine. That's cool. Um, I didn't see who did this poster. Uh, I'm curious. Does it say who did this? Yeah, it doesn't say who did this poster. That's a bummer. It should. Um, hmm. That's unfortunate. I would like to hope. I would hope that it was painted and not just you know photo composites. But maybe it was just it was uh, composited just with photos and put a filter on it and hmm yeah maybe more information will come out about that but uh yeah and of course then they list a bunch of uh artists who are also going to be at celebration so um you know a lot of these are comic artists and a bunch of people who we've seen you know whose stuff we've seen in comic books and we could we could talk more about that later i think we'll i'll go through those names and maybe find out exactly what they did and say hey remember how awesome the art was in the afro comics well this person did that and they're going to be there and 
would you like to bring a comic and get it signed by this person? We could maybe do that, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. There's so much to think about. Kind of makes my head hurt. So let's yeah. think about something else and head on over to Canon News. The Canon News song. Yeah. The Canon News song. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to read just a little bit from the solo novelization. This happens, this this takes place right after Kira kills Dryden Voss. Okay? And here is what the book says. Kira's restraining bolt, in quotes, restraining bolt, and I'll back up and I'll tell you why this is is even in there in the first place. I think Um, she's talking about Dryden. Dryden, yes. Yep, Um, because earlier in the book... uh, Kira and L3 have a conversation and L3 talks about how like, like uh, Kira is also a slave, right? Or Kira also needs liberation. She also, she has her own restraining bolt. Uh And what is her restraining bolt? Her restraining bolt is Dryden. So here it says Kira's quote, restraining bolt lay on the ground before her blood pooling under him. Her emotions were as complex as the maelstrom as she straightened and looked down at him. Relief that it was over. She was freed. Grief that he was gone. He had made her what she was, for better or worse. And grim satisfaction that her tormentor was dead. She never doubted Enfisnest's word. While the details of the story shocked her, it didn't surprise her that Dryden was capable of such cruelty. Han or no Han, she couldn't have let him live. So... This confirms here that Kira was not involved in the horrible stuff. She wanted that to kill him. The horrible yeah. stuff that Crimson Dawn did on Savarine. Great, because so Kira that's good. Would, I would have like been like, Kira! I know, like Kira did not help cut the tongues out of those people, right? Good. Um, so I feel like she's still redeemable, right? Like she's not that awful. She's She's done awful things. She's done awful things for Dryden, but not that awful, right? Yeah. But she said, you know, she she didn't doubt it. You know, it didn't surprise her that he was capable of that. So perhaps someday we'll see uh, if she is redeemed, maybe on a TV show or something. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Well, first we've got to get the TV show of Ahsoka and Sabine. Oh. Binding. Yeah, Yeah, you want that one first, yeah? Yeah, I want that one first. (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, before that, we have to get the Mandalorian and the Cassian show, and yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yep, but you know, there's going to be a lot, a lot of TV coming. It's going to keep on coming. So whenever we're gonna, we're not even going to be able to catch up with it soon. Um, catch up with it. Well, yeah. Oh, we'll stay caught up you with say... the TV as it comes out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's not going to come out that fast. Okay. Yeah. Maybe later. Uh, well, that. speaking of caught up, like we're we're behind one episode of Resistance. Oh, <laughs> it came out uh, a couple couple nights ago, so yeah. All right. Well, let's go have a joke. <laughs> Laugh it up, fuzzball. Why does the Emperor sit around all day, play video games, eat Doritos, and drink Mountain Dew? Because he's a Palpatine bopper. No, just Palpatine. Bye. Sorry. Thanks, Daddy. You're welcome. Well, it was a better setup. 
So this is That's last episode we no. told the joke. No, no, you got it wrong. Did I get it wrong? Why does the emperor sit or why does the emperor stand on the couch all day, play video games, eat Doritos, and drink Gatorade all day? Oh, Gatorade! Oh, I'm you sorry. got Gatorade, and you said sit around, mm. sit on the couch. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. So anyway, that that kind of brings me a little bit to when I was you know writing up the show notes and trying to or the the blog post and trying to come up with a name for our last episode I came up with uh, Palpatini Bopper, which I think adequately describes people who love Emperor Palpatine. Yeah. And fawn over him and think that he's great. And, and there are uh, fans out there who are all total Palpatine fanboys and fangirls. And Palpatine we could call them Palpatine Boppers. So yeah. go ahead and search up Palpatine Bopper. Yeah. Go Google, Google, that. Google that. And you want to know quotes. what the... Hmm? One thing it's mm. gonna come up with mm-hmm. that is a palp that says Palpatine Bopper. I our podcast because it it's it hasn't been on the internet before. Yeah, it was we, a, it was <laughs> it was one of those made it up. one of those very rare original thoughts that I had that uh, when I googled I found out it was actually an original thought. So <laughs> that's that never happens. Okay, Pretty well much. anyway that was last week's joke. Yeah, and I just retold it. So let me tell a new joke here. Oh, new okay. joke. Ooh, yep. How did Grand Moth Tarkin become fossilized? He got carbonated. No. How did he become fossilized? Well, I mean, I saw the answer. No, you didn't. Oh. You didn't see it. He got stuck. Hmm. What did he get stuck in? Carbonite. No. He got stuck in Death's Tar. Ha! 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 That's actually star. a good one. Yeah. That's actually a good one. A lot of dinosaurs. Uh, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, never mind. It's All not right. funny. Oh, wow. Thanks. <laughs> I like it. I like it, Daddy. All Be nice right. to him. It's his birthday. Leave. Yeah, come on. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell him I like a joke if I don't, because I'd be lying. <sighs> All right. Well, I thought it was funny. Let's head on over to the question and answer council. The question and answer council. If you could snap your fingers and make the force be a real thing. Would you? No. If I could choose, if I could choose who had the force, yes, I would. Oh, you would. Who I'd would be you, the only who one? Would you choose to? Have? I would be the only one, and I would only use it when I needed it. <laughs> and that way, no, I would make sure uh, to have a fair mm. life mm-hmm. and live until I die of old age. It's, so, it's too much power for anyone to have. So, so no, Liam, I would. Okay, so Liam, so you would you would say yes as long as you could control who has it and you would only give it to yourself. Would you say yes if it was random who had it? No way. Who had like access to the force? No. No. Okay, no. Anna. No, no, no matter what, no, it's no. too powerful. It would okay. become Star Wars. There would be Sith and there would be Jedi and they would fight. Yeah. And there'd be a new big thing besides politics. They'd take over politics. Politics mm. wouldn't be a thing. It'd just be a bunch of people with lightsabers fighting each other. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, they wouldn't be lightsabers. Well, yeah, they wouldn't yeah, be lightsabers. Yeah, they could well, make lightsabers. Who knows? Somebody maybe find the way yeah, with yeah. the Jedi can like put their force into a crystal <laughs> and put it in a thing yeah, and go zoom, 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 zoom. Daddy? Uh, no. If yeah. it was random, I wouldn't. Would I wouldn't. If it was random, I wouldn't. And if I could control who oh, gets it and who doesn't, I don't think I would either. Wow. But, uh, it's too much power for anyone to have. Yeah, I mean... I'd make sure to still exercise, because if I, I'd be like, snap my fingers and the, like, uh, a, tithu, a tissue box would come mm, to me. Yeah. No, I'd reach for it, because yeah. if I'm lazy, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd go on a... I'd go on a force diet and only use it when I need. Hmm, force diet, nice. A force diet. Yeah, I like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it'd be fun, but it, yeah, it would just yeah, be too, too dangerous, yeah. you know? Um, like the mind trick thing. Yeah, that would be. And the, the I don't know, the whole uh, telekinesis, you know, moving yeah. things with your mind. Just seems like, like it's. Like the big jumping and like, that would be cool. Yeah, yeah, and running fast, and yeah, um, yeah. I mean, as much as I'd love to be able to move things, yeah. I just, you know, and, and I thought of this question because I, you know, I don't know. Sometimes I think we talk about the force like it's real, yeah, and <laughs> and uh, it's not, you know. <laughs> and it's like as much as we'd like to believe it is, or it's kind of fun to pretend. But it, like, have you ever actually like has there been something? And you wanted it so badly. You were like, uh -huh. I'm going to use the force. And mm -hmm. it's going to come to me. Oh. And then you reached out mm -hmm. and actually tried to, like, bring it to you. And actually mm -hmm. tried to, like, believe that it would come mm -hmm. to you. Yeah. And then you were actually disappointed when it didn't. Because you got so... You tricked yourself so much into mm -hmm. believing that it would come to you. Yeah. And Liam, has that ever happened? That's happened to me. Uh, I think it happens with toilet paper the most. I don't know why, because I can just reach for it. It's just a good testing subject where you can just like, can I lift the toilet paper off the thing? And then I do it, and, I'm like, and then I try to do it, and I'm like, hey, come over here, TP. And then I just have to like rip it off. I'm like, so annoying. You have to rip it and use like the mm. tiniest bit of your strength. Mm -hmm. Instead, you could just go snap, and then it could come to you. I mean... So the TP, the struggle is real. <laughs> so it has happened it, to you. Before. So TP, the struggle is real. Da -da -da. Funny story. When I think back to my childhood and I think back to the times when I tried to use the force and I and I envision myself doing that because of course I did also when I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> I was sitting on the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are so weird. <laughs> For some reason, whenever I think of when I tried it, I can think of me being on the toilet trying it. Maybe it's just like it was <laughs> like a so nice, weird. a nice quiet alone time when I felt like I had enough concentration I could but focus. But the toilet paper is literally less than an arm's length away. Like <laughs> well, it no, doesn't even. No, I wasn't reaching for the toilet paper. I think I was reaching for like a like clothes on the dirty clothes pile just to see if I could move them a little bit. We had like a <laughs> dirty clothes pile in the bathroom because that's where the washing machine was too. Uh, anyway, yeah, that's funny, Liam. So. It runs in yeah, the family. Yeah, we're toilet bros. TP <laughs> <laughs> brothers. So yeah, um, but you know, as like I said, you know, we 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 talk about it like it's real, and um, you know, without getting into like religion too much. You know, I was a kid who thought 
spiritually and magically. And I did believe in, in that as a child. So I think believing in the forks was a little bit, uh, easier for me at the time, maybe, but, uh, but yeah, that's just, that's not how I think now, but I like stories that have magical stuff in them and yeah. I love pretending that it's real. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah. So let's go, uh, stump them up. How many Praetorian guards were there? Eight. Eight. Anna, Where? Do you concur? In The Last Jedi. In total. Those are all of them, I think. I'm assuming. As far as we know. There was Rotten's Do you... Snoke's room? Yeah. Do you concur? Oh. Do you agree with Liam? Eight? Um, it was either six or eight, but I think... Yeah, I think it was eight. Yeah. You're right. It was eight. <gasps> I knew it. Yeah. I knew it. I There's knew four it. on each side. Yeah. Yep. Four pairs. You know, uh, two of, like, each pair had the same weapons. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, good Good job. Uh, fun little fact. Uh, I was looking at Praetorian Guards in the Last Jedi Visual Dictionary, and something I didn't catch when I read it the first time, mostly because I didn't know what Taras Kasi was, but the Praetorian Guards were trained in Taras Kasi. Which is that fighting style that Kira uses in Solo. Oh. Right? Remember when yeah, L3 I goes, Whoa. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. Just, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> He's so great. Yeah. Whoa. I didn't so, know you could do that. Yeah. <laughs> Where'd you learn to do that? <laughs> yep. Dryden Dadder. Terrace Cassie. And, and that's an uh, old legends thing that there was even a, a video game called Masters of Terrace Cassie, which was like a kind of like a um, Street Fighter person versus person fighting game, like Mortal Kombat and Street what? Fighter. I didn't, I, didn't, uh, I didn't know too much about it, you know, until Solo came out because I wasn't really into that whole, that whole wing of the Legends timeline, I guess. But, uh, yeah, so pretty cool. Um, I, think, I think we're going to call this an episode. Uh, feels kind of rushed. This is a weird episode. We're recording on a Tuesday night. We're recording late at night instead of right after school. Um, it's just a little bit different. But yeah, so I wanted to get it get it out there. So thank you for listening to episode 120 of Children of the Force. And as always, thank you to those who support us over on patreon.com slash children of the force. Your support allows us to do this podcast and to make it better. And thank you to those of you who support us on TeePublic by buying our merch. Uh, Children of the Force on Tee Public. If you would like to reach out to us online in other ways, you can contact us via Twitter. At Force Children. Our Facebook is... Children of the Force. Our email is... Forestchildren at gmail.com. And our website is... www.childrenoftheforce.com. <laughs> Are you physically unable to say three W? Yeah. I am. <laughs> Head on over to speakpipe.com slash children of the force and leave us a voicemail that we'd love to play on the show um, for our fourth anniversary podcast. <laughs> Preferably, we would love to have a bunch of voicemails to play on that show. Uh, finally, and honestly, mostly because like I want to know who's listening. Like, yeah, we care about 
who is listening. Like, I really love hearing from people we haven't heard from oh, before. Oh, dear listeners. Um, and, you oh, know, and just that, let us know. Um, pizza delivery guy, if you're listening. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I leave us a message and uh, let us know. Let us know um, we'll what your name the, is so we can find you at Celebration. Yeah, and then we will send you a special note whenever we order takeout from Pizza Luce yeah. for you to come to oh, our yeah. house and order the pizza. Yeah, Star Wars then we can guy, talk please. to you about Star Wars. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> uh, and finally, leave us a review on iTunes or anywhere else you listen to us, which, remember, you can listen to us on Spotify now if you want to. Uh, it really does help the show get in more people's ears. We really, really appreciate iTunes reviews. So please, 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 please leave those. Click on the star, but also just write a quick little thing like fun podcast. That's all you get. That's all you need. Or this podcast is fun to listen to, but I disagree with some of their stuff. Uh, Sure. Because we've got stuff like that. You could do that too. Appreciate it. Any review helps because it lets us know what people think. Have we ever gotten a review saying I don't like your podcast? No. We haven't. A couple people have given our podcast one star, though. They probably just people star. go on iTunes and give one star to people. Maybe. Because we're amazing. <laughs> well, maybe. It could also be that maybe they just don't like Star Wars. and Or, or they just... They hated The Last Jedi so much that they gave all Star Wars podcasts one star reviews or something. You know what I mean? If who knows? Like who knows? Who knows? Yeah, who knows? All right. Some toxic fandom. Well, you know, it's easy for us to blame toxic fandom instead of thinking, like, they listened to our podcast and didn't like it. I don't want to believe that. (laughs) (laughs) For Children of the Force, I'm Anna. I'm Al. I'm Leo. And may the Force be with you.